T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, have you ever uh, sent a text and waited and waited and waited for the return text? I used to, but nowadays I don't wait. Okay. A lot of times I realize I never actually sent it. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got draft. Yeah. And you kind of figure out who will respond quickly and who won't. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. Okay. If, if I text somebody I know I have to wait for, I'll put my phone down and walk away. Well, here are the common <laughs> unanswered texts, okay? Common right. unanswered and unanswered. So common texts that people don't answer <laughs> exactly. a lot. Yeah. You got this. Yeah. <laughs> it's Monday. <laughs> okay. So the awkward friend or roommate dispute what's that mean well this occurs with, in a, maybe in a group text format where one person's passive aggressiveness uh, they may be hinting uh, about one of the people in the house not doing their chores or not taking the trash out and it's so mean you're not going to respond at all because you're in a group text yeah. it's like they're you know they've said something mean to somebody else I think so you, I would be like, burn. <laughs> We've done that with friends. Yeah. So we'll call a friend out and we'll go, oh, man. <laughs> you know which one they're talking she, about, she too. She got you. <laughs> okay, the text that ask for a favor. Your friend needs a ride somewhere or someone wants to know if you're ever going to pay him back for those concert tickets that you bought last summer. <laughs> yeah. This phone number has been disconnected. <laughs> New phone, who dis? Yeah, exactly. All right, a common unanswered text, the text from your ex. Mm. You know? Mm-mm. Well, yeah. Block them. Well, Move on. Some, sometimes you can't. Why sometimes not? Yes, you can. Because you might be, you might have kids together or something. Oh, dang. That does yeah. muddy the water. Yeah. And I want to I know, know why I'm being texted. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, I'll respond, but what? Okay. You're not outside <laughs> my house, are you? What are you asking right now? <laughs> yeah, why are you asking, <laughs> why are you asking this? Okay, and uh, another common unanswered text is the accusing text. Okay, like, um, did you borrow my dress without <laughs> asking to wear it tonight? So I guess if you don't answer, that's just basically a yes. Uh, yeah, well, probably. Or just send back a picture of you in the dress. Because well, <laughs> yeah. if you didn't borrow it, you would be like, no, I didn't. So you must have borrowed it. Well, exactly. I mean, I think a lot of roommates sometimes borrow your clothes without asking, and they go out. I get girls do that, right, Tori? Do they? Without asking, yeah. no. Oh, that's, okay. that's a golden rule. You got to ask. But okay. if they don't text back in a certain time, then that's their loss, and I'm borrowing it anyway. Okay. <laughs> that <laughs> okay. makes sense. Common unanswered <laughs> text, they say the over texture. 
Yeah. What would that be? That's the one that sends a bunch of texts, like 11 texts to your one. Tom. Hmm. Over textures. I've never encountered anyone like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the TMI texts. Sharing too much information and maybe in a group text once again. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> and you decide not to even say anything. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I do. I respond block. Okay. Unsubscribe. All right. And then the gossip text, which is sometimes in a group text. Cato. <laughs> about a mutual friend. And then that friend may not even be in the text, but you just don't want to incriminate yourself. May not be. They're <laughs> almost certainly not. Yeah. What's even worse is when you think they're not and they respond back and they're like, are you talking about me? I'm like, <laughs> Trish, you. Oh, I've done that yeah. with the boss. Okay, oh, no. talking about the boss. Text the boss <laughs> years ago. He's not here anymore. Did, but uh, did, he, did he text back? He re- I forget what he responded, and it wasn't. I don't think he kind of knew. And I'm like, uh, you know what? That yeah, wasn't he knew. for you. He knew, but I didn't say his name. Yeah. It could have been somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> I was talking about my previous boss. Well, you've worked here what, for like 15 years. Well, the text didn't refer to a boss. It yeah. just said. This, 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 and then that's what he had done. So he knew it. he had to know it was him. But. Isn't that the sickest feeling? Yes. Like when you hit reply all and you didn't realize it, or you sent something and you realized you sent it to the person you were talking about instead of who you wanted to. I started to take a sick day the next day. Yeah. So I wouldn't have to be in the office. It wouldn't have been a lie. You're pretty sick at that point. I'm sick in my stomach for sending that. Oh, no. I'm careful now. Okay. Well, that's some of the most common unanswered texts. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I trust that you guys will handle this next discussion with professionalism and uh, seriousness that it deserves. Probably not. We always do. I was a little afraid of that. (laughs) Uh, But this is an interesting story about a man who ended up costing him and his wife several thousand dollars over a mistake. Mm. Um, My grandfather, when I was a kid, my grandfather would always pass gas and he would blame it on tree frogs. (laughs) He would say, someone stepped on a tree frog. And Mm. I was like, that's horrible. Not only did they kill a tree frog, but it, apparently it stinks when you step on a tree frog. Okay. My uncle always said a barking spider. What is a barking spider? <laughs> it's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, this lady had a dog, mm-hmm. and it was passing gas, and it was bad. Mm, well. Um, rotten eggs was the description Ew. they gave it. Oh, hmm. uh, so she took it to the vet, and the vet did a variety of tests and said, your, your dog seems okay, but let's change its diet. They changed up the diet. Uh, that apparently did not make any difference at all, which mm-hmm. really stumped the vet because usually a major change in the diet would change what was going on mm-hmm. in its uh, intestines and okay. such. Yeah. Uh, finally, it turned out after five weeks and several thousand dollars, she found out what was going on. What happened? It turned out her husband was the one passing <laughs> the gas, and he was blaming it on the dog. <laughs> I mean, guys have been doing that for years. Yeah. Blamed it on a dog. I guess when your wife's paying money at the vet, yeah. you might own up to it at that I point. I would, yeah. Uh, yeah. She got so angry, she kicked him out of the house for the night. <laughs> well, told him He's in the doghouse. He had to pay half of the vet bill. Bills. Okay, well, yeah. it was her dog, so she had been the one paying the vet bills on it. 
Uh, most people seem to think he should have paid for all of it. I, I agree. Yeah, but yeah. how brilliant is that? I'm like, you you prank somebody so much that they like they really buy that. They're like, yeah. that dog has got some problems. But how dumb is she not to ever figure it out? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, I mean, come I mean, on, at some point you figure it out. Every time it happens, your husband happens to be near the dog. Yeah. <laughs> or the dog's not even in the room. Okay, yeah. well, that's it's like a problem. So I'm thinking there's a point for him where he no. should have just said nothing ever again like there's a point where she spent enough money you should just keep your mouth shut oh, keep I, a lot of things shut i think it's, <laughs> it's the big reveal it's like you video that and you put it on tiktok like this is what really happened you're gonna need it to pay for the vet bill well, yeah but <laughs> yeah. i would i would have just kept my mouth shut and as cato said other well, orifices as well <laughs> and i would have probably just tried to quit doing that around the dog so it could miraculously get better and we could move forward and maybe <laughs> on my deathbed one day I might reveal the truth. But uh, but uh, don't you think that he was doing that obviously on purpose? Like he would have one and he'd run into a, the room where the dog was and like, oh my, look, no. your dog messed up. I don't think it's anything like that. I think he's sitting in his lazy boy watching TV and he passes gas and she's like, oh my God. And he's like, it's the dog. That's okay. what my grandfather would do. He'd just be sitting there. Of course, his made noises. We knew it was coming from him. Well, sure, though. But this I'm thinking. Guy was doing SPDs. <laughs> so you think the guy did it on, like, on purpose to get out of trouble? Was she that mad at him for doing that? I think it might have started as a joke, and he was like, "Oh, ha ha! I'll just blame it on the dog." Yeah. And then it got bigger and bigger, and he just kept going with it. And apparently, he needs to make a doctor's appointment. It says that she made him go to the doctor, and he had to change his diet. So he had to change his diet as a result of this. Another reason I wouldn't have spoken up at all. Because now he's got to pay for half the vet. He has to go to the doctor. He has to change his diet. That's a huge lose. Is he really whooped because he does not? he's not able to tell his wife he did that? And now she's making him pay half the bills and he has to go to the doctor. I'm like, who wears the pants in that family? Well, apparently his are blown out. Well, apparently. <laughs> yeah. But she should have known then. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's bad. Uh, I, um, I don't know if I, how long I would have gone with that. If There's a point where I think there's no return. But early <laughs> on, you could have said, ah, ha, ha, it was just me. And she hadn't spent thousands at the vet yet. You could have laughed it off. But once she started going to the vet, you're kind of like, oh, crap. I've gotten myself into trouble here. I don't know where to... You you start digging deeper because you have no other way out, or it seems like it. Mm-hmm. Well... That's the problem with lies. They get bigger and bigger as you have to try to bolster them. Just really stuck on the doghouse comment. Think about how small a dooghouse is and with his gas. And if he is sleeping out there, like... Ugh, just men don't stuck. care. We men think it's funny. They don't go... Men don't really <laughs> go outside and sleep in the doghouse. That's just an old That's, saying. Yeah, the couch. Yeah. <laughs> in the living room. Well, yeah. she kicked him out of the house that night, so I don't know where he went. Well, I just feel bad for the kids because they can't even blame their homework being eaten by the dog. Well, I don't know if they have kids or not. <laughs> I would almost bet not under the circumstances. Yeah, Are you in the mood tonight, honey? No. Nope. Smells bad in here. <laughs> okay. But I, I don't know. They didn't mention kids. Because if he had kids, you'd think he would have blamed them, too. Well, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see this lead story on the 6 o'clock news. Are you kidding? This will be a <laughs> Lifetime movie soon. <laughs> Probably right. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, listen up, teens. They are on to you. I'm going to have to call you out this morning. Saw this, and I was just kind of curious, have you ever been parent-shamed by your kids? 
I don't know what it is, actually. It has to do with social media and discipline, okay? Now, uh, back in the old days, you know, kid might be disciplined or they have to go to their room. And once a kid have a little time to themselves, they'd come out and come to their senses and apologize and move on with the situation. They were more likely not to, you know, continue the fight with their parents. Okay. Well, teenagers don't always retreat to their bedrooms and hang their heads and pout anymore. Okay. <clears throat> you know what they're doing? Uh, going online. They are going online, and they post their punishments online to get some sympathy from their friends. Wow. Yeah, and that aims at belittling the parents. How would that belittle the parents? I mean, why would that be the parents aren't losing here? They got the kid in trouble. What's I don't understand what's belittling about it to the parents. The, well, the, the kids are going on and trying to get some sympathy from all their friends on all the social media accounts. Mm-hmm. They're bashing their parents? Yeah, yeah. And so it's they're wow. saying, hey, this I got punished for this, and what do you think, or all this other stuff, and trying to get some support from their friends. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, parenting is difficult. I don't think, you know, I would care. If they did that, I would actually, I'd be one of those dads that would probably, you know, dress up in something goofy and post something that's very <laughs> embarrassing if you're going to do something like that to me. Yeah, I'll post a picture of you in the tub with yeah. your brother <laughs> and, that, and that army man that went missing. Yeah. <laughs> Holy Mary, mother of God, what's happening? It went down the drain. I hope so. What, the, the army man? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, literally, <laughs> not figuratively. Not with my boys. He's going spelunking. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was, there's so many times I've been in the bathroom. When they were younger, when they were younger, I was like, get that out of his bottom. What are you doing? <laughs> and that's not a submarine. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the teenagers, this is the way they are retaliating. They're continuing the fight. And then, of course, if the parents, and the parents are oblivious sometimes to what the teenager is doing online. Wow. So they're now going out. a problem right there, ain't it? Well, I know it doesn't maybe happen to your house. But, no, I'm but, saying if you ain't keeping up with your kid doing that, if you're not watching to see that they're posting stuff like that. It's crazy to me how much power kids have today. Remember when we were kids and it really didn't matter what was going on? Like, our say never went. Like, I remember I would get in trouble at school and my parents wouldn't even be like, what did you do? They would be like, the teacher called, you're in trouble. Yeah. And now kids today, they're like, First of all, mom and dad, this is what happened. And they, it blows my mind. First of all, mom and dad, they offended me. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. I met three teachers over the weekend, and you're right. Though The way they explain the way kids are, they have no consequences. <laughs> no. So they don't care anymore because the parents will blame the school. Yep. The, the superintendents and the school districts are scared of the parents. Oh, well, yeah. And so it comes down on the teacher, and the student looks great. What's so funny is you were hanging out at a concert this past weekend. Yes, I and was. partying. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And I met three teachers there. I did. I was shocked. I'm like, three teachers? I'm like, well, I don't hang out with losers. <laughs> they were probably the drunkest ones because everybody's bad kids. And they're like, whoa, it's the weekend. Hey, yeah. I can drink. I need a break. No, yeah. I was. Okay. <laughs> but they say that social media is making it hard, you know, harder to parent now. So, hmm. I, I agree with that statement, but mm-hmm. I don't see how this would fit in. To me, this seems... First of all, I don't really give a crap what my kid posts about whether they think it's fair or unfair. And I <laughs> well, don't give a crap what the other kids think about whether it's fair or unfair. Yeah, but they say some parents, they do. They do why? care. Why I know. Well, well, I know I know you're different, but there's people that raise their kids would. a little bit differently. Why would you care what people think about your parenting methods, especially other kids? 
I'm like, I just don't see why that. I would be like, oh, so Johnny thinks that I was too harsh on you? Well, tell Johnny that I'm going to make your punishment worse now because yeah, of I that. Yeah, I agree. That's what I would do. Come here, little Johnny. I'll whoop that butt, too. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. man. Don't come over here. I mean, the first thing is don't let your kids hang out with anyone named Johnny because Apparently. he's always he's a bad, bad kid. Bad kid. Right? Yeah. Bless his heart. Yeah. Him and his mom, Karen. I know. <laughs> they, get a, they get around. I know. Wow. Apparently so. That would be an interesting combo. Well, the, the reason I'm bringing this up is because it is happening, Tom. It's called parent shame or parent shaming and kids go on social media and they talk about how they are being, they're a victim. I'm a victim because I did this. You know, if I were to do something like that, like parent yeah. shame yeah. on social media, I'm sure most everyone would say, grow up. Yeah. So somebody needs to tell the kids that. Well, back, in the, back, in, the day, <laughs> back in the day, before you, know, you had all that stuff, you would go and you would just vent to your friends, like on a cell phone yeah. or whatever. And, yeah. Or, we didn't vent as, I mean, I guess we vented, but we didn't like, my friends, it was almost a badge of honor how much you got punished. And we certainly <laughs> never thought, oh, that's so wrong. We were like, oh, you got, you know, D's on your report card. How bad is it? We didn't go, oh, they shouldn't do D's. that. You they shouldn't have done yeah. It's yeah. passing. <laughs> <laughs> My dad didn't see it that way. I'd be bragging. Your dad was mean. God, I'd shame him if I I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him. Why don't you go to your room and get locked in? Hey, we got the same job. Yeah. <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I'm a little surprised that you haven't brought this to our attention yet, Hawk. Yeah. You're usually one to let us know if there is a particular day or a week or something like that. I dropped the ball on it. You did, because uh, today is National Brothers and Sisters Day. Brothers and sisters. Well, I don't have a sister. <laughs> okay, but you have a brothers. Yeah. Right. So uh, I believe this is a holiday that was created by Hallmark so you can get your Brother's Day card and your oh. Sister's Day card. Mm, mm, yeah. Um, Why do they go so extreme with that? Like Uncle's Day card. Because they make money off of it. Aunt Day's card. Your second cousin's third removed card. I don't think they've gone there yet. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, who gets cards at Christmas? Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. No. So, um... They did a poll for National Brother and Sisters Day, and they found that almost 90% of Americans have at least one sibling. Yeah. So they asked them, what's best, being the oldest, youngest, or middle child, or only child? Okay. And the results were pretty solid. Youngest. Well, the middle child always gets left out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were a middle yeah. child, weren't you, Hawk? So was Kato. Yeah, yeah okay. he was a baby for a while, but yeah, middle child always gets left out. Now there were say. five of us. Yeah, so I wasn't directly in the middle. Right. Yeah. But my mom always actually, says, no, you not. know, I, I tried to pay, pay pay special attention to you because you'd be left out because you got an older brother and a younger brother. Okay. Aww. You're like Tori. the Jan. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. You were a older sister? Youngest sister. Younger sister. Yeah. Okay. So your sister's how much older than you? Two and a half years. Okay. Yeah. So my brother's three and a half years younger than me. So I'm the oldest. I'm the firstborn. And I don't want to brag, but people said that the firstborn was the best. No. Uh, the <laughs> youngest was next 31%, and only 18% would choose to be a middle child. The only thing that's worse is being an only child. 15% said they would like to be an only child. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I look back, and I like having siblings, like having my brothers, even though I was the middle child. Okay. Yeah. Well, most people did enjoy having siblings. 
but it's, well, well, they it said, depend on where you're at. You were saying they'd want to be the only child. Only 15%, yeah. I think the middle kid gets poo-pooed on a lot, but truthfully, y'all end up being a lot more independent than the rest of us. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think being the middle kid, you kind of have to do things your own and figure it out on your own. Yeah, because you're neglected by your parents. We don't have to call it that. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, that doesn't always turn out to be the case. A lot of them just become bitter, and it just ruins their personalities. Uh, I think with the oldest, is is new for the parents. Yeah, They're they're more disciplined. They're more careful. Right. They put up all the baby, you know, gadgets to keep you, you know, Mm -hmm. from opening drawers and electrical wires. And We're more likely to survive into adulthood. Yeah. (laughs) By the last child, they're like, who cares if he sticks something in the electrical sock? He won't do that again. His brothers and sisters will teach him. Teach him what to do. Exactly. He'll learn. He'll learn. You know, and when the firstborn's got all the gadgets like they buy the, what's it called, not let them in the cabinets and stuff. Oh, the, the little baby gates, out, yeah. Baby out locks and yeah. stuff. Yeah, baby locks. Like, they'll go to Walmart oh. and get them. And then, the, you know, by the third one, it's not, it's like a bread tie. They don't use them. They don't use them. That's called building character. Yeah. Exactly. You mm-hmm. shock yourself and once. bleach. But, yeah. Um, so, oh, well, I mean, they're not locking the cabinets anymore. It's like, ah, you, you won't do that again. But I mean, our <laughs> cabinets weren't locked and I didn't drink bleach. Yeah. Sure, I wasn't wasn't but, you know, there was that yeah. one kid. There's always that one kid. Yeah. That's why they do that. None of that stuff's for most people. None of those baby gates and all that, that isn't for most people. It's for that certain kid. Mm-hmm. That's that, called the warning label kid. Yeah, the one who has to be told not to use the blow dryer in the shower. Yeah, you know, my mom turned the crib up over on top of me. You got a crib? Wow. Was yeah. that a cage? No, it was, a, it was like a, a crib that sat on the floor. Yeah, it was a cage at that point, so I couldn't get out. Because I kept crawling out. I'd go over the top. I'd break out of prison. Oh, and so funny. she just turned the crib over on top of me. I'm like, hey. Wow, it's too late to tell DSS about that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. My, my brother would go, hey, what are you in for? <laughs> hey, is that child abuse? I don't think so. It's, yeah, it's keep protection. Me, yeah, keep me in my place. Yeah, to use it that way is fine. When you said turn it over, I was like, oh my gosh. But now I'm with you to use it as a cage. Yeah, yes. That makes really? sense. That's actually smart. I'm going to have to remember so that. The difference between, now first of all, I don't think you should do that. Um, I just second won't tell of all, people nowadays radio. the cribs are much fancier than that. They so, are, and they heavier are, and all yeah. this. Uh, but also, they ask the kids, like the or the people, if they were the same as their siblings or different than their siblings. Only twenty percent of us, or one out of five, feel like we're totally different than our brothers or sisters. Uh, one out of ten say their brother or sister is their best friend. I wouldn't go that far. I, I get along with my brother fine. When we're around each other, we have a, a definitely a bond. or a, Like when we play games, you know, like... You, um, you guys fight like cats and dogs. <laughs> what? You and your brother. No, we don't. You always complain about him and how, how he does his life. I don't fight with him. Oh, I just okay. talk yeah. about him behind his back. <laughs> oh, okay, that's totally different. I'm that's sorry. Different. I stand corrected. Um, but yeah, but um, when we would play games like charades or any of those where you had to describe something without using a certain word, he and I would win because we had this bond. We grew yep. up together. We knew the same things. We knew what would trigger the other person to know the answer. Um, so it's kind of cool being around him because we do have that link. But like Hawk said, he also does a lot of stuff wrong on how he raises his kids and runs (laughs) his marriage and uses his money. And so that's always frustrating. But he doesn't know about that because Tom hasn't told him. I hope he's not listening. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, fellas, if you're out on a date, make sure whatever you do, order dessert.
Why? Yeah, I mean, I'm not ag- against it or anything, but I'm just curious to why we need to do it. Because you get one spoon and you get to feed each other. Oh, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> and I, I will it. say it makes sense because she's wanting dessert, but she normally isn't allowed to. And so now you're doing, you're giving her the excuse, maybe. Mm-hmm. And you look like a nice guy. Women may be more attracted to men after consuming sugar. Ah. Sugar rush? Yeah, sugar. Got your brain all foggy? So, and this is a study, okay? People who drank a sweet beverage showed more interest in going out with a potential date than those who simply drank water in this research. And uh, so um, they went on to say this also happens with food. So, you know, if you're like cookies, cake, anything like that, Mm -hmm. uh, the more sugar that's in the food, the more attracted the uh, potential date was. So you order that dessert, and mm-hmm. she's going to be like, wow, this was a good date. I had this sugar rush afterwards, and she confuses that with thinking it was you. Okay. They say <laughs> that this happens because the brain associates sweet flavors with the concept of romance. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you're buying candy, oh, you know? Chocolates. Yeah, chocolates. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of, your brain's triggered that way. I wish I had known this when I was dating, because I was all about those little tricks, the little yeah. ways to <laughs> somehow gimmick or game the system. Because I know I read this book that says you're supposed to match the other person's breathing pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I <laughs> dated my wife, I would try to breathe at the same rate she was breathing because subconsciously that makes them feel more connected to you. Right, yeah. But I almost passed out. <laughs> yeah, you're over there my like... wife <laughs> does not uh, breathe as many breaths a minute as I need to. Yeah, but... Uh... I feel like the theory of this is better than the reality because what happens when the sugar crash hits? Well, Y'all are walking home, home and you're already. like, I'm about to get a kiss. And she's like. Well, she's that's not much out. different than being married. Sugar don't, <laughs> sugar, sugar don't make you pat. Like, you don't. Yeah, it makes you crash. You've never had a sugar crash? Oh, sure it does. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm like, a, it's like, because I think about kids drinking Mountain Dew and they're like crazy. It's like they're bouncing off the walls. Kids don't count for this. <laughs> but for adults, I think you take a certain amount of sugar and you yeah. start to like, your body is like, let's go to sleep. Yup. Really? You yeah. don't eat enough sugar to even know, dude. You are like the least sugar eating yeah. person I know. <laughs> I don't either, to be honest. I, yeah. I, I can't. I'm thinking if yeah. I drink some, like, you know, sweet tea from my granny or my mom, I mean, half of it's sugar. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, you got some tea to go with this sugar right here? You have to have a spoon to help you with your tea. Yeah. There's too much sugar. Well, I know, but I'm like, I was, I'd be bouncing off the walls. So. For a little bit, but then you crash. Oh, yeah. Because you burned Hardcore. all that energy. Hmm. So, like, I drink, well, I brought a two liter in today of soda. Well, well then, and that, I'll drink that today. That's your typical, wow. like, uh, well, I'll bottle, I'll, I'll bring a can of soda in. All right, that's I don't my even drink. See you do that. That's my drink. I've done it before. Tom will bring a two liter in, and it'll be gone before the show's over. See, Hawk likes to compare himself. He's like, I've done it before. I do it every day, okay. and so I'll finish this two liter. <laughs> and that's why I've been able to stay here all these years. Is I end up thinking I like you guys at the end of the show. So do we? Are, are we more attractive <laughs> to you? I don't know, but I put up to... with it because I'm like, I guess I drank a two liter, and I think everyone's friendly. And then you go home and crash. And then I go home and take a nap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? So make sure you always order a dessert when you go out on a date. And, you know, a lot of times you'll wait and do the dessert thing, you know, at the end. I mean, you're like, oh, I'm too full to get dessert. Well, don't do that. Just order the dessert up front. I disagree. <laughs> that, that way the person's going to be so into you. Like, okay, hey, I love this conversation. This, is good. this date's going great. I think you should <laughs> get it at the end, but just get it even if you're not hungry. Well, you can, you, well, okay, but what do you do? You take it. 
uh, nah, to go. You just go ahead and, and stick the fork in. Once you get started, you'll know what to do. Your body will go naturally back to it. <laughs> if you want to, you know, play, you can save some money and just whip into a convenience store on the way home. Hey, let's go ahead and get a Hershey's bar. Or just have dinner at Dairy Queen. Oh, you can do that. Yeah, and then you got the, the sweets right there. The, the whole dinner sometimes That's ice cream. Silly for a dilly. Another study found that thinking about love makes people perceive food as being sweeter as well. That's interesting. So it's all about the sweets, apparently. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know about all that. I know that when you're drinking, food is better. Okay, when you're out with your wife, though, out on a date, mm-hmm. the food tastes sweeter because you're in love and you're sitting there having great conversation and texting I each other across the table. Don't really order sweet food when I go out to eat. I usually order steak. Yeah, you want me to fall in love with you. Take me out for a filet. Mm-hmm. Versus a <laughs> I have no research on that, okay? Oh, I'll fall in love. <laughs> I do. My wife, I took her out to, um, oh, what's it called over there? Logan's. And this was the first time she'd ever had a filet. And look what happens. We're married now. <laughs> so that's my research. Yeah, I just think she's just bad, had bad judgment. Yeah, but the filet helped. Maybe filet's not what I need. <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.